Hey, this is Dustin from Davison, Michigan. Hey, this is Scott Smith from Carter Falls, Ohio. Hey, this is Juan Mendoza from Santa Fe, New Mexico, and you're listening to the Dad Tired Podcast. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Dad Tired Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Lopes. Join me every Monday as we dive into what it looks like to be men who fall in love with Jesus and help our families do the same. You can learn more about our books, resources, conferences, and even online community by going to dadtired.com. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, today we are talking about exercise, uh, aka dad bod. And, uh, and more importantly, does God even care? Like, is this something that God is concerned with your physical health or if you should exercise or not? So we're going to talk about all that today. But before we do, I do want to thank my friends over at Osmo for sponsoring today's episode. If you're like me, uh, you probably find yourself frustrated at times with how often your kids are looking at screens. And uh, I'm just constantly like in this battle of, are my kids looking at too much screen? Am I ruining their life? Am I like frying their brain? And so I, I want, personally, I think that's a question, legitimate question that we should all be asking ourselves often. But what I love about Osmo, and I researched them before they ever became a sponsor, and I we used them in our house before they ever became a sponsor of our show. The reason they became a sponsor is because I loved them so much that I reached out and I said, hey, my kids love the things that you guys put out. Would you be interested in becoming a partner with us on the Dad Tired Show, which is often how many of our podcast sponsors come on. is something that I personally found and loved. Uh, all that to say, Osmo allows you, it takes a, a tablet or a, your iPad, and what they do is they create these games that are very interactive. They're insane at how incredibly interactive they are with your kids. But at the same time of them being interactive and your kids loving them and they feel like they're just playing on the iPad, they are learning really cool stuff. They just put out a few new games where they allow your kids to start learning coding. And so they're looking at the screen and they're watching these characters on the screen, but they also have these tiles that they're putting together and they're learning the basics of coding, which even at five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, uh, your kids can be learning really cool skills that they can use later in life. So if you're frustrated with how much your kids are looking at a screen and you feel like, okay, if they are going to be in, in front of a screen, I want it to be productive, please check out Osmo. You can go to playosmo.com. They have so many games. If your kids are into math or science or art, they've got all kinds of varieties of games that your kids can play. But I promise you, you'll feel a little bit less guilty with your kids in front of a screen if they're using Osmo because their brains are going to be learning and developing even while on a screen, and uh, you'll feel a little bit better about that time there. So playosmo.com, check out all the cool stuff they have there. That being said, let's dive into today's episode about exercise. So the other day we were out in the driveway and we were in front of the house and our kids we're riding their bikes and playing, just goofing off. And uh, my son said, Hey dad, you want to play basketball? And I was like, absolutely. You know, I'm competitive at nature. I've told you guys about this before. Like, I don't care if you're six or 600. Uh, I want to play and I want to win. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's not always good quality anyway. So I, I'm like, yes, let's play some basketball. So I'm, I've taught him how to play the game 21, basically one-on-one -on -one basketball. And so we're playing and he's getting better. You know, he's growing up and uh, he's, he's learned how to shoot, how to drive to the hoop and all that. So we're playing and uh, we're about, I don't know, we're not that deep into the game. We're probably six points into the game. 
And dude, I am winded. <laughs> uh, just winded. Like I got nothing left in me. And I've got, I'm thinking, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Like how much further do I have to get to 21 before I can go sit down on the couch and uh, catch my breath here? I'm just totally out of breath. And I grew up playing sports, man. I, uh, you know, I've, my whole life I've kind of played, not like super competitively, but I've always played, enjoyed playing and watching sports. And so as I'm playing in the driveway with my son and we're six points in and I'm just like, I'm going to die. My lungs are on fire and I'm playing against my nine-year-old son and I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. Like something is off here. And so I do what, you know, most dads do every couple of years where you're just like, all right, I got to get in shape. I got to start eating healthier. <laughs> you know, I got to, I got to figure this thing out and you know, we procrastinate or maybe we make it a new year's resolution every year. But I, I just was reminded again, like, dude, what am I doing? Like I'm in my mid thirties. You know how they always say, you hear people talk about how the guys in their thirties and forties, this is when they most often get hurt because they feel like they're still in their twenties and they can do what they would they they can still do what they were doing in their 20s. And I just feel that real deeply right now. Uh, my mind is completely set on the fact that I feel like I'm a 20-year-old. And yet when I'm actually playing or running around or doing some kind of physical exercise, uh, my body feels like it's 75. And so I just, again, made this commitment. I'm going to start eating healthier and I'm going to get back in shape and, you know, burn off this little gut that I've got going, take care of this dad bod. And I know this is something that you guys talk about all the time and something that you guys are concerned about as well, because I see it in our closed dad tired Facebook group. If you're not part of that group, we've got about 12,000 guys from all over the world who are part of that group. And oftentimes guys will post in there and say, all right, man, it's time for me to step up. I'm ready to get rid of this dad bod. What do you guys suggest? And some, those are some of the most commented on posts that happen in the dad tired group. Uh, You'll see hundreds of comments on there of really cool stories of like before and afters of guys who kind of lost track of their fitness and they just got things got out of hand and they got totally out of shape and then they decided they were going to figure it out. And so they'll post a before and after picture and then all the guys will comment on there like, dude, what'd you do? Or is it keto? Is it paleo? Did did you fast for three years? Like, what, what do you got going on there? Teach me your ways. And it really is uh, one of our most responded to posts that happened in the dad tire group is guys who are trying to get back in shape and looking for advice and ways to do that. So I know this is something that you guys talk about. So this has been the, uh, this has been what I've been focused on this week. And this is what I've been, uh, this is my new thing. If you know me, I get into different things pretty much every week. <laughs> and this week uh, I'm focused on just, man, all right, how do I get back in shape? How do I start eating healthier, being more disciplined? And as I do that, um, one of the first questions I always try to ask myself as someone who's trying my best to follow Jesus in the ways of Jesus is I always just ask, like, does God care about this? Does God's word have anything to say about this? Does he care? Does God really care if I exercise or not? Um, Is this spiritual or not? And I think oftentimes what happens is we have like compartments, especially as men, we have compartments. And so for us, we have like a work compartment and we have a relationship with our wife compartment, relationship with our kids compartment, and then maybe our health compartment. And I'm just trying to learn that, man, I think that God has created this the way that he's designed it as it's all intertwined. Like there is no such thing as a compartment, like me following Jesus and the ways of Jesus really bleed into everything. And I think it gets really dangerous when we compartmentalize things. And so I'm just asking, okay, even something as simple as working out and eating healthy and taking care of my body, how does God, how does the gospel 
apply to this? Like, does it matter? Does God actually care about it? And one of the first things I thought is, as I was standing in front of the mirror the other day and looking at my body, and I was just thinking, man, this is a physical reminder that our bodies are failing. It reminds me of the gospel in the way that, you know, Adam and Eve, when they were created, they were not, their bodies were not created to fail to die. And and as I look at my body and I see wrinkles and I see how I'm look different than when I was in my 20s and I see some fat around my gut and you know and and I'm just like my body is aging and dying. I'm reminded that because of my sin, because of the sin in the world, like everything is dying around me and my longing for that to change, for that to see like to be healthy and fit and to not look old anymore is really just and in, in at its deepest level, a longing for humanity to be back to the things, to return back to the ways that God originally designed it. And so even as simple as that, like, dude, because of sin in the world, because of the, the turning away from God's design, everything is failing, including our bodies. And when we look at our aging bodies as men, and dude, if you're in your 30s, I can only imagine. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are in 20s, 30s, 40s. Dude, we're, we're, <laughs> we're still at the beginning stages of this like visual reminder of how our bodies are failing. It's only going to get worse from here, regardless of how much we exercise and take care of our bodies. Our bodies will fail. Eventually, we will die. And it's just a reminder of us that like, all right, because of sin, things are breaking down, but we're reminded like the good news of the gospel applies here because we're reminded uh, even in our the way that our souls long for our bodies to be healthy and in shape again, it's a longing at its deepest level for something more, that God would turn all of this brokenness and make it new again. And so uh, if you just like dumb it down to the to the most simple form, dumb it down is the wrong word, but if you just like simplify it down to its core, like even the longing to be back in shape again is really a longing for things to be back to the way things were meant to be. And that is where our bodies aren't failing, where the world isn't failing and breaking, where, where relationships aren't broken anymore. Like it's just at, at the deepest part of our human soul is this longing for things to be the way they were supposed to be. And so I think even, you know, as I'm playing basketball in the driveway with my son, I'm reminded, man, I don't want to be out of breath and winded and feel like I'm about to die and have a heart attack. Uh, I want to be able to play for a long time and I want my body to be able to thrive. And I think, again, at its deepest level is just that's my soul longing for things to be back to the way it used to be. And some immediately might argue and say, well, Jared, you know, if you just worked out a little bit, uh, you, you wouldn't feel like you were dying. And yes, that's true. But you play that all the way out. Like eventually there will be a day, no matter how much I work out or exercise or do whatever, uh, where I just can't play basketball in the driveway. I can't be 95 or 105. Like eventually my body will fail me. And so if anything, we just kept, we're reminded of the gospel that things are failing, but we were reminded even in the midst of things failing and being broken, we serve a God who didn't just leave us in our mess, but said, I'm going to make all things new again, which is the good news that we're, our souls are longing for and hoping for the day where things will be put together again, the way that they were designed to be put together. And so, uh, again, coming back to this question, does God actually care? So knowing that, like, all right, I think God's going to take all this brokenness and my my out-of-shapeness and my burning lungs, and he's going to make it new. So does he care right now? Does like God care as, as a man in my mid-30s? Does he actually care if I exercise now, if he's going to make all things new? And so that's really what I want to get into. The first thing we know uh, in Scripture, we t- Paul addresses this very... <laughs> 
explicitly to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, 8. He says this, For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So, I mean, he, he like, if you were, if we were just to ask Paul, like, Paul, does exercise matter for a Christian and a Christian man? He would say, well, uh, bodily training, training your body is of some value for sure, but godliness is the val- is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come. And so we would just know, like, you know, scripturally, yeah, I, I guess it seems like, you know, training your body, taking care of your body is good. It's a good thing. But even deeper than that is really training in godliness because that holds value in this life and in the life to come. Uh, we also see in 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says this, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks at outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So again, uh, yeah, maybe physical fitness matters, maybe uh, taking care of your body and being healthy matters. But ultimately, the scriptures say the Lord is looking at the heart. So even more important than our physical appearance and our physical stature and how we're taking care of our bodies, deeper than that, like are we taking care of our heart and our character? And so if you just stopped listening to the podcast now, you might come to the conclusion like, well, sweet, Jared, appreciate this. You know, I just need to take care of my heart, make sure my character's right. And uh, I'm going to go enjoy a pizza and sit on the couch. (laughs) Um, But that's not necessarily the conclusion that I've come to this week and not what I'm trying to make the point of this podcast. So I want to end this podcast with really giving three cautions, three things that I think as Christian dads, we should be cautious of, and then three reasons that maybe we should consider exercise. So that's how I want to end. Before we do that, though, I want to take a quick break and thank our sponsors. Today's sponsor makes so much sense because part of my goal of getting healthy is to eat healthy. And whenever I want to eat healthy, I eat a lot of good meat and a lot of good vegetables. That's usually my game plan to get back in shape. And uh, one of the ways I do that is through the Louisiana Grill. I have a Louisiana Grill and I cannot recommend them highly enough. I absolutely love this company and I love that they're big supporters of the Dad Tired podcast and ministry of what we're doing. They just released what they call the Black Label Series. And this grill, I cannot tell you guys, is absolutely amazing. It's fully enhanced wood pellet grill and smoker. It's got Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity, which was a huge selling point for me because I live in Oregon and it rains a lot and I don't want to be standing over the smoker, standing over the grill for hours and hours and hours and constantly having to babysit and checking on it. So it has an app. I just connect the grill straight to my phone. I can be sitting on the couch. I can be hanging out with the kids inside and I can constantly be monitoring the meat that's cooking in there, whatever I've got on the grill, I can be checking it on my phone, raising the temperature, lowering the temperature, seeing what the temperature of the meat is. It is absolutely incredible. It's not just a, a, a simple grill, though. You can do eight different things. You can sear, char grill, smoke, bake, grill, roast, barbecue, braise, all in one beautiful, sophisticated machine. I absolutely love this thing. Every time we have family come over, I'm using this to grill up or smoke some meat. I know as dads, a lot of us are serious when it comes to grilling, smoking, barbecuing, cooking the best stuff. And if that's you, man, and you're ready for an upgrade, and you want to get the best of the best, you have to check out the Black Label series by Louisiana Grills. Some of the best food that you're going to cook is going to come off of this thing. They've hooked the Dad Tired audience up with 10% off their Black Label Grills. When you go to louisiana slash grills.com, 
Use the promo code DADTIRED. You're going to get 10% off. Such a good deal. And I'm going to want to hear about all the recipes that you're cooking up. So we'll put a little thread going in our Facebook group so that we can all share recipes with each other on our Black Label Louisiana Grills. Again, go to louisiana-grills.com. Use the promo code DADTIRED to get 10% off your grill. And then tell me what you're cooking. All right, let's end our time together by talking about three cautions when it comes to exercise and then three encouragements, three things we should consider when it comes to exercise. Caution number one is we should be cautious as dads, as Christian dads, of anything that leads us to worship or the potential to become worship. Here's what I mean by that. We all worship something. If you're listening to this and you're like, dude, I'm not even a Christian. I don't even know if I'm a Christian. What are you talking about? I worship something. We all worship something. Essentially, worship is anything that we dedicate our time, our energy, our emotions towards. So whatever your emotions rise and fall on. So if something gets you really worked up or something can bring you really far down, whatever that is, that's likely the affection. It's getting your affection for worship. It is the source of your worship. Anything that your emotions rise and fall on, what are you spending your time, your energy, your money, and your emotions on? That is likely the thing that you are worshiping, the thing that you hope will give you a sense of like security and identity and hope and all that stuff. So if you find your emotions high and low, if you find a bunch of your time and your money and your energy being spent on something, you are likely worshiping it. So we should be cautious of anything that would lead us to worship. This is true of not just exercise, but all kinds of things. But it can be true of exercise. And so when we think through, okay, I want to get in, in shape, I want to eat healthy, does it, is it all consuming? Does it consume all of our being? And if it does, we should be cautious of it, just like we should be cautious of money, right? Like m- money is another one where we, where we can easily lead to worship. Jesus compares himself with money. He says, you can't serve both me and money. Pick one. And the reason he says that is because money starts to give you this false sense of, hope, identity, security, satisfaction. And I think exercise can lead to that if we're not cautious. So again, be weary of anything that might cause you to lead into worship. That would be my first thought. Second thought is be cautious of anything that offers a false sense of security. Now, let me just say this. This is a hard one because exercising does make you healthier. That's the science. Like, dude, science just proves that out. When you exercise and when you live a healthy lifestyle healthy lifestyle you do become healthier your body is in better shape my wife is an oncology nurse she would tell you this from a scientific standpoint from patients that come into her office every day and have cancer diagnosis like of course we all know that being healthy and exercising absolutely makes us healthier but here's the where i i think the caution comes in Uh, And again, this is so hard for us to wrap our minds around, but I'm a firm believer that, that God has the days of our lives planned out. And the truth is people come into Layla's clinic where there are cancer diagnosis often uh, or every day. And some people, man, are healthy. Like they eat and they exercise, they eat well and they exercise and they take care of themselves and they still get cancer diagnosis. 
And then there are other people who don't eat healthy at all and who've never exercised a day in their life and they get cancer diagnosis. And sometimes those people who never work out and who don't eat healthy at all recover and the people who are quote unquote healthy don't recover. And I don't know. I don't get all of it. I don't know. I can't make deep biblical arguments for it, but I just, I'm convinced that God has the days of our lives planned out. And so I guess if I, if I sum all of that up, I would say this, I don't rest. I don't put my rest and my, my peace in my workout routine. I put my rest and my peace in Christ and him alone, because I know that he's the one who numbers the days of my life. And, and I'm not responsible for that. Of course, I want to eat healthy and I want to take care of my body. But at the end of the day, my rest my security, like the shalom of my soul, my soul being at deep rest is not on how well I work out. It's on Jesus being sovereign and him being king and God's going to do what God wants to do. Okay. So again, that's a hard one. And some of you are going to be like, well, dude, if you, if you eat right, you will live longer and maybe, but I don't know. I don't, I, I, we don't really know. Uh, but I, I just, I take hope that God is the one who is the author of my story and who numbers my days and God's going to do what God's going to do. So be cautious of anything that offers you some security outside of Jesus. When you start to put your hope in your rest, well, man, no, I'm good. I ate, I ate enough zucchini and I ran around the block every day. So no, dude, I'm, I'm for sure getting to 109. Ah, I just, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put my hope and security in that because, uh, it just doesn't prove out to be true. And so our rest is not in our workout routine or how healthy we eat. Our rest is in Christ and him alone. The third thing I'd say to be cautious of is be cautious of anything that leads to a worship of self and really asking yourself, what are my motivations for wanting to get healthy? The other day, uh, I took my son to the river. We've got a river real close to us that we've been hanging out at all summer. And my son all day was just on this kick of like, he woke up early and he was doing push-ups and he was doing sit-ups and he was running. I was like proud of him. And I've been trying to do this too. So I thought he'd just been watching me. And so he's like, I want to be like daddy and I want to take care of my body and be healthier. And so I, he's he's asking me all these workout questions all day. It was, he was like obsessed about it. And finally I was like, dude, why, why do you want to get so healthy? Like, why do, why do you want to get big muscles? And he said, well, girls like big muscles. <laughs> and so I just thought I'd want to get in shape because uh, then more girls were like me and I'm like, oh man, okay. I see what's happening here. I see what's going on. And uh, dude, you just, I think uh, he voiced what maybe a lot of us might be feeling internally that people might like me or be more attracted to me in whatever way if I just look a little bit better. And so I, I would just say, be cautious of anything that leads to worship of self and, and really ask your, what is behind your motivation? Are you trying to get healthy for good reasons? Are you exercising for good reasons, which we're going to get to here in just a second? Or is this really, uh, you are building idolatry on yourself. You are hoping that you can become a better God, that you might be, that your hope and your security and your identity is in how well you look and how in shape you are and not really doesn't have pure motivations. Uh, again, God is not after your your physical appearance. He's after your heart. And so are you building godly character, not just physical stature? Um, so that'd be my third caution. Check your motivations. All right. So th- those are my three cautions. Let's end our time by giving three reasons why I think that we should actually consider exercise. Number one, when we take care of our bodies, when we are healthy, when we exercise, when we train our bodies, we remember that we are ruled by the Spirit of God and not our fleshly desires. 
Um, first Corinthians nine twenty seven says this, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. This is Paul talking lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Paul's talking about like, and he's, and this actually comes up a lot with him where Paul in the new Testament talks about disciplining, beating his body into submission. He's training his body. We talk about this when we talk about fasting, that our flesh is not in control, but we are ruled by the spirit of God that lives inside of us. And so when we take care of our bodies, when we uh, exercise and when we eat healthy, we are reminding ourselves that our flesh is not in control. Dude, even just this week, as I'm trying to get back into being more conscious and disciplined towards this stuff, if you don't think your flesh is in control, try not eating sweets or that extra piece of pizza or that extra helping or doing 10 more push-ups, like just any of those things and watch how much your body will rebel against you. It will fight against you. No, you need to eat this, man. You need to have that bowl of ice cream. You need to eat four more slices. You need to quit doing the push-ups right here. Your body is demanding that it's in control. And when you fast, or I'm sorry, when you exercise and when you, when you, when you eat healthy and you, when you take care of yourself, your body will rebel against you. And that's just a reminder for us that our bodies, our flesh is not in control. It doesn't always get what it wants. And this is deeper than just food and being healthy. This comes to anger and lust and quick temper. And when you want to just buy things willy-nilly, when you don't have the money for it, when you're not self-disciplined, exercising is a constant reminder for us. It's a practice for us that our bodies are not in control. Our flesh is not in control. The spirit of God that dwells inside of us, that is who we are ruled by. That is who has control. And so uh, exercising reminds us constantly that we do not have to be ruled by the flesh. So that, that would be number one. First thing to consider, uh, reason to consider exercising is because it, it's a constant reminder that the Spirit of God is who leads us, not our flesh. Number two, healthy bodies actually allow us to do the work God has called us to do better. Like, And that, again, proves out in science. Again, we're not just trying to add a bunch of days of our lives here, but we actually are mentally better. We, we are mentally stronger. There's less of a fog when we take care of our bodies, when we eat healthy and when we exercise. This is proven, again, through science. Um, there's an article, I'll link it in the show notes, but it talks about how exercise can actually be just as effective as antidepressants for people who severe to model or mild to moderate depression. Okay, so this isn't a clinical diagnosis for everyone. Uh, it's not a blanket statement. If you're on some kind of medication, absolutely don't just hear what I just said and, and stop and start exercising. Talk to your doctor. But for people who struggle with mild to moderate depression, science has shown that exercising consistently actually can be just as effective as taking antidepressants. And it's not just because it makes you feel better. It's actually rewiring the structure of your brain the same way that the antidepressant was. Really fascinating stuff. I'm not a doctor. I don't know enough about that to go deep into that. I'll link again to the article where I read about that. Just really, really fascinating stuff. And so I know that when I exercise, when I take care of my body, when I'm moving, when I'm active, when I'm eating healthy, my brain is actually responding better. And again, what that allows me to do is it allows me to do the work that God has called me to do better. And dude, I want to be a servant for the kingdom. I want, I want, I want to be somebody who uh, is on mission for the glory of God. And I want my body and my brain to be sharp for that. Do healthy bodies matter to God? Maybe, maybe not. I don't think it's the most important thing, but the advancement of God's kingdom matters to God. 
And we are much more effective servants for that advancement of his kingdom when our bodies and our minds are healthy, which leads me to my last point. I know that for me personally, uh, I am a better husband, I am a better father, and I am a better disciple when I am treating my body well. And I just, I, I can't help but think that God designed it to be that way. Again, I don't think they're compartments. I think that it's all interconnected. I think God made us body, mind, and soul. And I just know that when I am disciplined and I'm taking care of my body and I'm eating well and I'm active, uh, I have more patience with my kids. I'm more loving to my wife. I'm more gracious to the people around me. So again, it leads, like these things can lead to that heart change, the character, the stuff that God actually cares deeply about. And somehow I think those, those things are connected, that when we take care of our bodies, when we eat well, when we exercise, somehow it allows our souls, our character, our heart to thrive a little bit more the way God designed it to thrive. Um, do I think it's, this is a sin issue? Do I think that if you're not exercising that God's mad at you or that you're sinning or it's a salvation issue? I don't, I don't think so. Um, there are verses about gluttony, you know, if you're, if you're just eating too much for the wrong reasons and all that, there, there, there may be some sin in there that you got to address, but man, I, I don't think it's a salvation issue. I don't think it's a, a sin issue for the most part, but I, I do think that to be the best versions of who God has called you to be, to be the best husband, to be the best father, to be a disciple that's effective for the glory of God and for the advancement of his kingdom. I do think that exercising helps in that. And I think that it helps clear the, the cobwebs of the brain. And I think it helps you operate better. You find yourself more patient and loving. You find yourself a better disciple, husband, and father, which is really, at the end of the day, what God is calling us to. So should Christian dads exercise? I think so, man. That's the conclusion I've come up with. Uh, it's something that I want to be more disciplined and take seriously. Not so that, uh, it, like my son said, everyone will think that I'm cooler or you know more attractive because I have cooler, bigger muscles. But I think because it helps make me a better husband, father, and disciple. I'm not. I don't want my identity to get wrapped in it. I don't want it to be the source of my worship or my security. But I do want to be the best version of a husband, father, and disciple that God has called me to be. And I think exercise helps with that. I love you guys. I hope that's helpful. I'll see you next week. Later. Hey guys, two quick things. First, if that episode was helpful for you, would you just pass it along to another dad that you think could use some encouragement? And number two, uh, I meant to say this in the episode, but I'm going to link in the show notes the workout routine that I've been doing every morning this week. I didn't come up with myself. I just found it online, but I'll post a link to it so that you guys can do it as well. It'd be fun to do it together. Again, love you guys. Hope this was helpful. I'll talk to you next week. See ya.